welcome to episode 137 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. Today is Tuesday, September the 13th, the year of our Lord, 2016. I am Jeremy Holmes. I am joined by my illustrious, lovely, charming, uplifting, caring, kind, compassionate, brave, thrifty, clean, and reverent, partner in life and in love and in crime, Christina Wise. Hello. Where did you get that last part? It seems like it just rolled off the tongue. Little organization. We like to call the Boy Scouts of America. Okay. Yeah. It was the... uh, I've done a few Boy Scouts in my time. (laughs) I'm sure you have. (laughs) I'm sure you have. Why do I always try to make myself seem like so much edgier than I actually am? (laughs) I don't know what it is. I think you do kind of put that air out there. I know. It's so not true. I'm mysterious and slightly sexy. (laughs) Slightly sexy? Yeah. Yeah. Just sexy enough. Like you are the, you are like the, the quintessential sexy librarian, but still in like nerd mode. Oh yeah. Like you haven't I let the hair down ever yet. Ta- well, you haven't taken the glasses off. <laughs> <laughs> You're more of like a messy bun. Gangster rap. <laughs> Handle it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's you. That's you. What's up? See wise. Hello. Not much. Yeah. Yeah. Not much, huh? <laughs> well, you guys, this is the show, as we said, where we talk about the things that we're nerding out about. But uh, before we get into that, we have a little bit of uh, follow-up. Oh. The follow-up files. So last week, you may remember uh, several things. First of all, we got in a fight. Over Fresca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and today, do you know what I did? You bought Fresca. I did. I bought some Fresca. What kind? I bought some Fresca for work um, for to stock our snack fridge because your, at work. Because your coworkers like it? No, I just, it was on sale. So I just, I figured I'd give it a shot. Regular flavor? You know or, what I figured out? I got the like sugar-free stuff or the diet Fresca. Yeah, but it, all Fresca's diet. Are you sure? Yes. Are you positive? A hundred percent. That's its thing. So here's the deal. Have you had it? Yes. You know that it's, I mean, it's very sweet. It's a very strong flavor. Yes, it's good. It's like grapefruit flavor. I think it's, I mean, it's what Adam Carolla always says. It's yummy. Like people like things that are yummy. Like it's, it's appealing in the same way that like sunny delight is appealing. I don't think so. It's super, super sugary and sweet. Well, you're used to, you're comparing it to like your millennial drink. That's LaCroix. That's fart juice with like a touch of flavor. Fart and this juice. is a Wait, normal. I feel like maybe you should back the truck up and explain the fart juice scenario for those that oh, are listening. Um, I don't have names or, or documentation of it, but <laughs> a woman did a, a special an article for maybe the Atlantic or the Guardian on um, Soda Stream and oh. seltzer water, <laughs> and she said this. She asked dentists if it's doing something bad, and they said it is. Like 
eating away the enamel of your teeth. Mm-hmm. And so she called it the like her fart juice because it definitely well no, she said she farts out because it makes the noise. <laughs> wow. Okay. That was a very roundabout way to you get to asked the fact me. that the soda all you had to say was the soda the soda stream machine uh-huh. I wanted that to you document use to make carbonated where I, beverages where I got sounds it like farts when you're yeah, it's like injecting the CO two into the liquid yeah. to make a refreshing so I call it fart beverage. juice. But the origin of that I wanted to, you know, <laughs> cover my basis okay. so it right. wasn't well plagiarizing. In case I didn't call out Fresca drinkers enough last week. I'm calling you out again. Let me ask you this. Do you think that Fresca is trying to hang with LaCroix? Like, do you think it's trying no. to be in the sparkling water like, it's crowd? Not. Or do no, you it's think it's just soda. trying to be in the soda crowd? It's not trying. It's been around since like 1970s. So it's it was one of the original clear sodas that were also diet. So you don't think it's like, you don't think it's it's trying to kind of be in that market? No. No. All right. Well. Do you? Maybe my rage is misplaced then. Yeah, no. Yeah. I felt like it was. I was kind of no. comparing the two. They're not the like same. Yeah. I mean, it's just super sugary yeah. and sweet. That's all. It's, that's, yeah, it's, it's like it's a diet it's soda. Yummy. Yeah. It's Kids a soda. Kids love it. And but, apparently the, the podcast like, host of the show that you famously listen to. Um, because like talking, talking rain mm-hmm. and LaCroix and any of those mm-hmm. seltzer waters, those have zero calories. It's just water. Yeah. But that's not what Fresca is. Fresca is water, flavor, a bunch of chemicals to make it diet. Sure. All right. Okay. Well, I was just thinking about that today so you're because like I tried a, some Fresca. Are you going to like apologize for your... I have nothing to apologize for. For being If, if there was anybody that I offended last week with the Fresca talk, if you felt like I was targeting you... Mm-hmm. You were targeting a couple people. I was not. I but, was not targeting anybody But also, we should go back and say that you drank Fresca. You drank four of those Frescas at the, yeah. at the TV show. Yeah, picnic. I did. I drank okay. multiple of them. Yeah. Yeah. But I wasn't going after any individuals. It was punching. I was punching up. Mm-hmm. I was punching up to big, big Fresca. Big Fresca. Big soda. <laughs> I think it's a Coke product. Probably. Figures. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, the company's <laughs> horrible. Oh jeez! All right. Okay. So uh, another little piece of follow up. This mm-hmm. is this is a little more serious. Uh, we've been talking about. I, I think I mentioned last week the football situation with Colin Kaepernick taking a knee during mm-hmm. the national anthem. This weekend was opening the opening weekend of mm-hmm. the National Football League. And um, did you? Well, no, you didn't actually watch games because you were busy doing <sighs> other things. But there was a, there was a bunch of uh, demonstrations, I guess mm-hmm. we could call them. The uh, there was players that did the raised fist thing. Mm-hmm. There was players that other players that took a knee in so- solid solidarity. Mm-hmm. I almost said solidarity. Uh, one really cool thing that happened. Everybody that says that it's not doing anything or or taking a knee isn't making a difference or mm-hmm. whatever. The the CEO of the 49ers announced that he's giving one million dollars to two local charities in the San Francisco, uh, like the greater San Francisco area. So his, what his name is Jed York. Whether or not I agree with Colin and his form of protest, it doesn't matter. Uh, this is from an ESPN article. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can argue the facts. Uh, I don't think you can argue the facts of the socioeconomic divide that we see, especially in the Bay Area, but throughout this country. That's what we want to turn the focus towards. 
That's a quote from Jed York, the CEO and of the 49ers. What charity is going to donate to? Uh, I can look it up in a minute if you'll tell me a little bit about what you're... Uh... Well, I have something to say about this. Um, Lindy West wrote something really great, an opinion piece in The Guardian. And I posted it on my Facebook, but everyone should read it. It's pretty great. Um, this is what she... A little blurb of it is the U.S. is having a toddler meltdown because the footballer insulted the special magic song about the flag. <laughs> nice. Everyone should read it. What, what did you like about that article? Um, I I just liked everything that she had to say. Uh, so it, the two, you liked everything that she had. Yeah, to say. She, she gives a little bit of of um backstory of the of the flag and why he did it and. Um, how in one hand, the people that are that mostly the people that are getting angry about him, that anyone not standing during the flag are also the people saying that um, Trump's going to make America great again. So what is it? Is America great? And you should stand for this flag and and this song or is it terrible and he needs to make it great again? Mm. And what does that even mean? And so it's it's pretty great. I see. I see. Um, so the two charities that they're donating a million dollars to the financial, uh, I'm sorry, the Silicon Valley community foundation and the San Francisco foundation. So, okay. They're local charities that are specifically intended to, uh, reach out to the maybe underprivileged in the area, the, the San Francisco Bay area. So I just thought that was cool. Um, there's, you know, literally a million dollars going towards it. The thing that I wanted to talk about, and I'm kind of curious how you feel about this, mm-hmm. is the Seahawks made a big thing. It was kind of an emotional roller coaster. First they came out and it was like they I thought the whole team they said the whole team was gonna do something mm-hmm. together, and I thought maybe the whole team was gonna take do the take anything. Yeah. But then uh, <laughs> Uh, apparently that was actually originally the plan is the whole, all of the Seahawks were going to link arms and, mm-hmm. or we're going to, we're going to take a knee together, but then put their hand over their heart while taking a knee. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently that wasn't compromisey enough. <laughs> so okay. they decided to compromise even more. This is a little of my personal opinion sneaking through here, as yeah. you can tell. And they did something where they all stood together and linked arms, which I don't get what that is. It just seemed, I don't know. I was, I'm curious what you thought about it. Well, I didn't see it because I was doing other people's wedding stuff. Um, uh, I would have liked the take the knee hand of the heart thing better because so also the backstory for people that don't watch or anything about football is when someone's injured on the field, everybody takes a knee, like usually sometimes even like. In college and high school, the cheerleaders do. I don't know if they even know what's going on in pro <laughs> pro cheerleaders, but yeah. everyone takes a knee. You be quiet, like until the player can either walk off the field or is taken off in a in a stretcher. Unfortunately, a lot of the time, um, and so I feel like that's even more than just sitting there because sitting there makes it seem like uh like fu. It's like an fu, but this is more like hey, this country is doing some pretty terrible things to a lot of its citizens. Yeah. And I'm taking a need to like represent that and to mourn that situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it just, I don't know. It seemed kind of a bummer. I think I, I follow some sports account that was basically saying, just let no need to do this big 
team thing either yeah. way. Like just let let people do it that want to do it, right. and let people that want to do nothing do nothing. Yeah. But there was something about like the whole linking arms. It just seemed so cheesy and lame mm-hmm. to me. I don't know. I was I got really excited at first cause at the prospect of them all doing something together, but then it ended up being some kind of. It just felt very half-assed, milk toast, yeah. <laughs> and blah. There was an uh, article that I. Um, read that had a quote that kind of identified with while while Kaepernick's activism has inspired some to take a stand it has inspired the Seattle Seahawks team to take offense uh, a fence not offense a fence unable to take the bold step to protest collectively or equally acceptable step of not protesting at all mm-hmm. they have chosen the mushy middle uh, hashtag all lives matter pablum for those too cowardly to take a real stand but still wanting to be part of the conversation so what my other thoughts on this are, I think that because I've read a lot of comments, which I usually try to stay away from, yeah. um, comments in, in different articles that I've read about this, and that this is making, uh, so generally, in general, white people love to watch football, <laughs> and this is making them be uncomfortable. Yeah. Because this, the, people that they like to watch yeah. perform for them and entertain for them every week um are speaking yeah they're they're stating facts and making and going in their face and they don't like that very much yeah. that makes people feel very uncomfortable yeah it does seem to be a weird conflation i don't know if that's the right word the right word uh, uh it seems to be a weird thing that's that's created where people have decided to start associating the um them taking a knee during the national anthem as some kind of hatred or disrespect of the military yeah it just all seems weird but i don't know i just thought i would bring that up because it was of note there was quite a bit of stuff i like i said last time we talked about this i really hope that this continues i hope that more people start doing it because the more people do it the more people do something like this, the less easy it will be to single people out and target them. Um, there was one player from the Kansas City Chiefs over the weekend that did the fist raised thing mm-hmm. during the, I think it was the Chiefs. Oh, just kidding. I think it might have been the Broncos. Mm. It was Brandon Marshall, a receiver, that did it. Um, and so this would have been on the, the opening game. Um and he actually got dropped by one of his sponsors the next week or the next day. It was a um, Navy credit union, I think, or a, a military, a bank that somehow associated with the military. Okay. Yeah. Two two great, respectable organizations, <laughs> the banks and the military. Um, they, um, yeah, they, they dropped him, I guess. So unfortunately, that's probably something that many athletes were bludgeoned over the head with mm-hmm. <laughs> over the weekend by their handlers mm-hmm. or by their uh, agents. What, but the thing that makes me, um, so people, I guess it's called cherry picking. Cherry picking religion and patriotism are two things that drive me insane. And it feels like that's what they're doing. Like if you don't stand, then you hate the military yeah. and you're just like pissing all over everything that they've yeah. ever done. And that's not the case. Another great idea would be to just not have the national anthem at all at mm-hmm. the beginning of a sport. Well, and I've, I read some like seems weird history on that itself. history on that, how they started doing that anyways is pretty interesting oh, really? too. What was the reason? Oh gosh. It was, it's pretty actually recent. 
it was that before a call, I, I'll slaughter it, but everyone should look it up. It's um before some game, there would be military bands just playing mm-hmm. and they played that song and then someone liked it. And so they kept doing it, but that it's actually maybe even as early as the sixties. So it's not pretty recently. Like, yeah. yeah. I do have to say something because we will, people will correct us on this. Fresca has been around since 1966. Okay. And, um, look at you. LaCroix from 1990. A big Fresca. And Talking Rain came out in 1987. What was that kind that came of sparkling water that came in a glass bottle and has a foam, has a really thick foam wrapper on it? Like New York. Oh, New York seltzers. Yeah. So New York seltzers actually have are like have more flavor than like a LaCroix or Talking Rain. Yeah. I used to love those. You can still get them at Winco. All right. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's hit up some Winco. 10 for 10. Uh, so that's that's the football thing. Wanted to touch base on that. And then lastly, before we get into our yet to be named tossing the volleyball round table, mm-hmm. tossing the salad. Is that what we decided it's called? Tossing the nerd salad. Um I wanted to talk about Holmes gets a home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, what did we call it? The uh, nerd out loud house hunters or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't I remember know. what they called it. Anyway, um, we had so we, we we've gone out and looked at more houses. We we hadn't fully talked about it on the podcast yet because it was it was not uh, it hadn't. It hadn't happened for sure. It, we didn't have the keys in our hand, but we had yeah. per, we had purchased a home. We made an offer on a home. Like Jeremy calls it is like you Ooh, don't talk about it until the first trimester. That's a, that, that's a it's very like a house baby comparison. No, it's not. It's like a house baby. <laughs> a house baby. Yeah. You okay. Don't, you don't want to talk about it. Don't want to jinx it. Yeah. I've had situations in my life where I've talked about like a job interview or something mm. to a lot of people. Yeah. Because I get excited about it and I can't keep my mouth shut. Yeah, um, as, I've had to, as evidenced by 137 episodes of this podcast. I've had to rein him in because he just will tell everyone, specifically his mom, yeah. <laughs> who then tells everybody. Yeah. I come by my blabbering mouth genetically and, from my mom. Yeah, and then when he doesn't get it, his mom like almost makes it about her and is like very upset yeah and well and then she has told so many people that then i and and i've told so many people that then mm-hmm. i have to go around and like relive the trauma of whatever right. said sad thing <laughs> that happened so anyway we di- we we purchased a home um and we weren't going to talk about it until it was kind of finalized mm-hmm. uh but now we can talk about it because Dun, da, da, da. We lost it. It fell through. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, we were, we were t- about two weeks from closing. I think it's supposed to close towards the end of this month, and um, we have a particular kind of loan called an FHA loan. And I'm not going to get into details, uh, primarily because I don't understand how it works. Still, do you want me to tell you? <laughs> no. I, oh, I think I do understand. But there's certain qualifications for these homes. It, I, I believe that it's something that helps 
new home buyers or or people with not that don't make a ton of ton of money get mm. into homes. But part of the thing is is that they know that since you're getting this type of loan, you're probably going to be pretty strapped for cash. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, they have re- restrictions on what kinds of houses you can actually get with this money because they they need they have they a want, vested interest they want them in to that be house. Nice. Yeah, yeah, because they don't want the house to fall apart, and they know that if you buy a house that needs a fifteen thousand dollar roof within a month of buying it. Mm-hmm you're probably not going to put that roof on it in the first month right. after you got the home. You're probably going to put it off until water comes crashing through your house mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the bank owns a house that's falling apart. Right. So so because of that, they have restrictions on it. So we the offer that we put in an offer on a house that was that was listed as FHA approved. Uh, so it worked for the kind of loan that we had. They accepted the offer, we got into it, we had got the inspection done, we filled out it was supposed I, I mean, to close next week. Just filling out all the paperwork <laughs> and sending it off was, I felt like it was a second job, like it was another part-time yes. job, just sending in all this paperwork. And um, yeah, and then and then last week, um, we got a call that apparently it's not FHA cert approved, and the process to get it approved was going to take anywhere from like four to six weeks or something, and... Um, our financing was not locked in for that long and, and we'd have to pay $1,300 every 30 days to keep yeah, it to, to lock the, our rate in with the financing and to not have to redo all that stuff. So, uh, so anyway, it ended up falling through. And then as a result, we went and looked at 11 homes over the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, I think we, I think I counted and we're at 47 total. Houses that we've that, looked at? Yeah. I mean, there were some that you looked at that yeah. I didn't and vice versa. I went out two days without you and looked at probably 20. Yeah. Well, and we can say this now. We made an offer on this home without me having ever seen it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gone for the weekend at like a retreat thing. And Christy found this house and she sent me pictures and I looked at the listing and I was like, hey, if you like it, let's do it. Uh, because it's such a weird market right now that you kind of have to act quick. There was a lot of homes that we were interested in that we never even got a chance to look at mm-hmm. or while we were thinking about it. Somebody, They'd go on the market and go pending that day. Yeah, like same day. Mm-hmm. So um, so anyway, yeah. So I was, I was out of town. I was at an event and you were mm-hmm. texting me. I had to bring my laptop into dinner one mm-hmm. night so I could <laughs> sign the offer letter and everything. Um, so anyway, so we went out and looked at more houses. I'm trying to think, is there any highlights or any weird, crazy oh, yeah. stuff? I have a list. I think my favorite thing that I saw in, in all of the houses that we went and looked at this time is there was one where there was the serenity prayer. Yes. Um, well, that's a good know, one. God grant me the serenity to accept. It's like famously a. Yeah. <laughs> so I've heard. Um, and it was on, it, they had a, they had a really nice poster of it, like framed mm-hmm. in, on the wall. And uh, and it was right next to this massive wine rack. <laughs> yeah, like fifty bottles. A it's wine not rack just... that was like four feet tall yeah. and filled with wine. <laughs> and they also had. I mean, they must have just. It's a good. You know, it's a good saying, I guess. But they also had like a bar, a mobile bar that was on wheels that you could roll around. Yeah, the house. you have to know what that prayer's from. I mean, everyone knows that, right? Yeah, it seemed a little odd. Yeah. But, um. Hey, so some no highlights are. Um, the house with the kill shed in the back, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or murder shed as we called it. Um, <laughs> I we had a stack of printouts from the MLS listings that our realtor gave us, and I, I think that I uh, I was writing little notes on them, and I actually mm-hmm. wrote kill shed, shed on yeah. that one, yeah, because it did. Um, it had a uh, 
It had a really questionable shed. <laughs> well, was you said there was multiple rats' nests, like huge. Yeah, in the shed, definitely. Yeah. So I didn't even get near. Definitely but some signs of rodent activity. The roof is nicer than the houses. Remember, it was brand new, and it had a um on the shed. Yeah, the, yeah, the shed one, and it had a skylight. Yeah, in the shed. Yeah. Who does that? The shed has had its own deck mm-hmm. with a weight bench on it. Yeah. <laughs> It was like a little, it was a cr- like a crossfit well, situation. And then also what was weird is that, like you said, is it butts up to a green belt. Yeah. And they had just thrown all of their garbage into the back of yeah, that green all, belt. All of their construction garbage. They had very obviously put a, a, a di- an addition onto this home. And you could tell, um, I'm trying to think the best way to say this. You could tell from the quality of the construction that it was very clearly a... Uh, either a low budget or a DIY situation. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing there were not a lot of permits involved no. um, <laughs> throughout the whole house, not just this shed. And so there was, I mean, the there was a footing that was poured, the foundation for the house that was poured concrete, and it literally, like, they just forgot or did not take some of the rebar, the reinforced rebar, out of the concrete. Which, I mean, at least we know they put rebar in it. That's a yeah, good sign that, is- <laughs> that it's reinforced. But so there would be the foundation, and then. I mean, Mad Max style, there was just like chunks of rebar sticking out of the foundation. Oh my gosh. And, uh, and yeah, this was, the shed was, it was pretty special. And so all this construction debris, they had more or less just thrown it into the woods. I mean, there was just piles of trash that they had clearly dumped other <laughs> clippings, yard clippings and whatever <laughs> on top of. So. Um, we have, uh, this funny thing. So a lot of the houses are staged there yeah. for whatever reason. And we walked into this one and in the bathroom to show the towel rack, they had had a paper towel <laughs> hanging. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. You'll have to send me these pictures. Okay. Maybe I'll make them the, there was the, um, motivational, uh, motivational, um, oh my gosh, quotes, yeah, house. weird quotes everywhere. Yeah, so everywhere. cut out vinyl letters on the wall, and one of them was one of them was weirdly not motivational. May you always have a shell in your pocket and sand in your shoes. Yeah, I don't want sand in my no shoes. One, no one wants sand in their shoes. Happy. Maybe sand, like sand between your toes. Yeah, maybe I could go for that sand between your toes, but I, I don't want sand in my shoes. Um, if you want to fly, give up everything that weighs you down. Dot dot dot. Yeah, I feel like that's like a passive aggressive statement. <laughs> maybe. Um. Oh, so another big thing in house selling and buying are these things that they call pops. So they put laminated little things all around and they'll and it will be like on the stove and says mm-hmm. gas stove with convention of convection oven um or brand new refrigerator or designer paint throughout the house and they're all over the place and we went into this one that had very strange ones and they weren't laminated so like there was a couple outside that were just peeling and mm-hmm. like rolled up so this house had six photos which is very low and usually a red flag um, in the listing, yeah, in the it's listing, not a good idea. It's not usually, good there's about of. ten to at least yeah. ten to twenty. Yeah. Usually on the higher end, um, this house had six pictures. Two of them were of a pond, mm-hmm. and the pond was very much played up. And one was of the just the dishwasher, not the whole kitchen, but just the dishwasher. Yeah, like a close up of the close dishwasher. up of the dishwasher. Um, and. Uh, so we go in and these pops are everywhere, but they don't really make very much sense. And one of them was combining these two rooms would make a terrific master suite, <laughs> yeah. a walk-in closet, 
and a spa bath. Yeah. However, there was no bathroom near it. It was just two rooms. Just two bedrooms. It was just two bedrooms. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, sky's the limit, right? I mean, you yeah. could just invent. Somebody had said, somebody said that they should just put another sign up outside that says, buy the house next door and knock them both down right. <laughs> to create a giant mansion. <laughs> that, shout out to Kevin. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Kevin Farewell. But, uh, yeah. So, and then what was really weird is the homeowner was there, which is always weird. We've yeah. run into that a few oh times. Gosh, and it's guys, never been a good. selling a home, don't be there when people, if you want to actually sell it. Don't be there when yeah. people show up to look at it. Anytime that's weird as hell. There's people been there. We've only gone in for about even, five minutes. Even open houses. I don't even like the open oh, no. houses because you got to talk with other realtors and you feel this weird sense of competition with everybody else that's there. And yeah, I've totally had like, that. Oh, I'll just let you do your thing. Right. Like, um, So the lady was there and our agent said... Hey, tell me about this pond because we couldn't see it <laughs> for how much they talked about it and how it was featured. We thought, well, maybe it's in the backyard, but it wasn't there. Mm-mm. It's actually no maybe like a block away. Yeah. So she walked block, us there. Across the street, down down and a couple houses, down the, a weird little trail. The weird part is she said that she used to... With some, yeah, with some ducks sitting by And like it. a bunch of lily pads. <laughs> so... It's not even relaxing. She said mm-hmm. that she used to go down there and read. And I thought, where? I don't I have no <laughs> idea what. Maybe she got a little floaty and sat in the mud I, pit. I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. So there was that. Um, oh, there was the open house. That's another yeah. weird one where the the lady had definitely taken every key out of her like how to sell a house. Yeah, every weird cliche. She had she baking cookies. baked cookies, but she forgot the spatula. Yeah. She also so, maybe tried to hire a realtor. Yeah, she tried to, <laughs> she was trying to recruit, recruit our, our realtor. realtor. And I should also add this, uh, just to be clear, that the whole house buying situation, the the thing falling through, that was no fault of our realtor. No, it's that the other realtor's the, fault. The listing agent that put it on the market as a FHA approved property. And, and well, they, they clearly and, lied about it because well, our guy they, called and asked twice. They didn't lie intentionally because if they intentionally knew that it wasn't FHA approved, they wouldn't have accepted our offer. So sometimes I think that they do lie and say that it's FHA Mm -hmm. approved just so they can try and get like a bidding war going. Mm -hmm. But they wouldn't have picked our offer, which was an FHA loan, knowing that it wasn't approved. Well, and we should also say it's not like it's because you had said a house that's falling apart that's not the issue it's yeah, that it no, just it wasn't would get it would have passed it, the house was only like 12 years old so i mean it would have been approved we just the we can't process wait took we don't want to move in january we have your home rented out already to right. somebody else and <laughs> yeah. need to be out so we would have been homeless for a right. while while we we're figuring it all out so, so if anyone wants to let us stay at your house yeah so with that in mind we no. need a place to stay for the entire month of november <laughs> um yeah so the that was i just want to stay away from open house oh there were the last one i'll say is the house that i actually had to walk out of because the smoke smell was so bad and he had freshly painted yeah so i can't even imagine in a couple of rooms and new paint and it smelled really really bad like you couldn't even stay in there yeah that's just a bummer it wasn't a bad house either no had a but he ruined it don't smoke in your house people crazy deck in the back in the backyard with a built-in hot tub oh, so well, i'm a no on the hot tub <laughs> it's a hard pass <laughs> um all right that's that holmes gets a home 
We went from Holmes gets wise to Holmes. The, I feel like that should almost move to my drone strike. Holmes I'm so tired of looking at houses. <laughs> someday. Someday this will all be over. <laughs> that sounds creepy. All right, Christina. Or we'll be living in one of those monthly rental <laughs> hotels. It's time for the segment that we're calling <laughs> Tossing Your Nerd Salad. <laughs> Tossing the Salad Roundtable Edition. Nerd, nerd out loud style. <laughs> we really got to come up with a segment. Name. Yeah. So Jeremy Henson sent me a uh, a clip to use. Okay. I, I meant to grab it. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty terrifying. Okay. Um. It has. I'll just. I'll. We'll, we'll listen to it actually. Okay. And you can tell me what you think. Nerd out. Round. I don't know loud. if I like round, red round robin. Loud nerd robin. Maybe like he said, <laughs> she said. Seeing words. Now. Nerd edition. Yeah. Round Robin. He said, she said. <laughs> something that signifies like tossing something back and forth. Tossing like the salad. Round. We both like salad. <laughs> tossing the salad. <laughs> yeah. Nerd out loud tosses your salad. <laughs> we'll call it tossing the salad. <laughs> don't think that's a good one <laughs> it's funny it's pretty but I don't special know. it's pretty what is the pretty, background pretty is that special. someone playing racquetball yeah it's like a tennis situation oh yeah okay yeah it sounds very sexual yeah no it that's a ten, it's a it's like a famous tennis player or maybe multiple f- tennis players that they that's how they shout or whatever okay yeah it's, that's uh you don't do that when you play tennis Oh, for sure. Okay. All right. Okay. So, Christy, this is the portion of the night where we're going to toss. Uh, imagine playing volleyball. We're going to pass the nerd volleyball back and forth. Talk about the things that we're into this week. The st- what's on your heart? Mm. Talk to me about what's on your heart. Do you want to go first or should I? Um, I think you should because you're first in this list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just first on the little rundown thing that I made. Mm-hmm. But okay, all right. First thing I wanted to talk about, Christina, uh, Burning Man. Oh. So Burning Man happened recently over the mm-hmm. long weekend. Um, do you know much about Burning Man? Yes. I'm. What do you know about it? I mean, when you I say know yes. people that have gone. Oh. I've heard a bunch of stuff about it. Have you ever wanted to go? No. It sounds like my worst nightmare. <laughs> so there was a. Um, this this year there there apparently there's a camp i'm gonna try and find the name of it real quick uh white ocean it's called camp white ocean okay and apparently it's a camp for rich and famous all a bunch of celebrities come there Mm -hmm. so this white ocean camp this year it's a quote-unquote plug and play camp so it's all set up Mm self-contained has its own water private chefs all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff um Kind of against the whole inclusivity and, hey, everybody's the same, we're Mm -hmm. all equal, nobody's better than anybody else. Like the whole kind of ethos of Burning Man. Mm -hmm. Um, But apparently this is where all the famous people, when they come to Burning Man, many of them stay at this camp called Camp White Ocean. So apparently it was vandalized this year. Oh, okay. A band of hooligans raided our camp, stole from us, pulled and sliced all of our electrical lines, leaving us with no refrigeration and wasting our food and glued our trailer doors shut. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love that. 
they vandalized most of our camping infrastructure and dumped 200 gallons of potable potable water uh, flooding our camp. I mean, I don't like any kind of vandalism or being a jerk, but I feel like these, the people at this camp are the reason why I would never want to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, besides the fact of like living in the dirt for a week or whatever, I also would hate that. But I just feel like the same reason I would never go to Coachella. Yeah. I would never go to Coachella. I mean, I just, you there like are two music. very different things. I would go to Burning Man way before I would go to Coachella. Oh, I know. You would love to go. I'm just obsessed with the whole, I wouldn't want to go and just be there wandering around. Like, I would want to have a job there. They have an entire airport. Mm-hmm. They have an airport there. They have a post office. I mean, they have, they build an entire city out in the middle of nowhere for a weekend. All of these crazy art installations. I've been reading a bunch of stuff in the Burning Man subreddit. They had a whole thread going about the different accidents and the terrible things that happened, like all the people that got hurt Mm -hmm. from these crazy, giant, terribly welded together art installations that people climb on and play on and then fall off of and get skewered on things or they collapse on them. Yeah. It sounds like, I, I guess if you're, the moral of the story is if you're going to Burning Man, get a tetanus shot. <laughs> but I just, I mean, I'm kind of obsessed with kind of the whole concept of it. I, I just, I, I'm fascinated by it. And so I've been reading a lot about it. it. Happened last weekend for some reason. This story about the rich people camp getting raided or whatever. You love it. I, I'm, yeah. Don't. I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's kind of badass to be like the, you know, I'm the Robin Hood guy that went and did that. It's a very polarizing thing amongst burners, though. Mm-hmm. That's what they call themselves. Yeah. Burners. Yep. They um, do. Oh my gosh. Can you just Google real quick? Is there a burners for Bernie? Just Google burners for Bernie. <laughs> See if that's a thing. It's got to be a thing. It's got to be. Um, so anyway, yeah, I'm just, I'm obsessed yep. with it. Facebook page. I, I want to know, I want to know, um, if anybody out there that's listening. Oh, but it means burners like people that like pot. Oh. If anybody, we we can probably do the math on that, Bernie supporters. Right. <laughs> we don't need you to make your own Facebook page. You can just say burner, bur, burn, Bernie Sanders supporter. We'll do the marijuana <laughs> math. Um, no. So if anybody out there in the sound of my voice is has been to Burning Man or knows somebody that's been to Burning Man that might be willing or interested to come on the show, I would love to talk to them about it. Not just somebody that's gone, but somebody who that's like their, that's their thing that they do, you know, somebody Mm -hmm. that's really into it. So if you know somebody or you are one of those people, I really want to talk to you because I'm, I am fascinated by this whole Burning Man situation. And I would love to, (laughs) I would love to, I would love to hear more about it. So, all right. Yeah. All right, that's what I got, Christy. How about you? Um, my first, well, my first thing was house hunting. We've already done that. Done. One. Already talked about it. All right, your turn again. Moving on. <laughs> no, oh. you had a whole list. You wouldn't okay. tell me what it was. Okay. So here, Christy's so obsessed with <laughs> the when she does actually prepare or put something together, she never wants to tell me what she does. Because she wants it to be a surprise. Well, I'll tell you why. Because sometimes you go, and then you should say this, and then you should say that. And I'm like, I don't want a script. When there's a script, I do terrible, right? I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to give you a script when I say it. I'm trying to, 
I'm trying to prime the conversational pumps. I'm trying to prime your pump, Christy Wise. Okay. So what I need to do is make a Slack channel let me, let that me, let me you're not available on. Let me prime the pump, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. The conversational thing. Okay. So I need a a segment name within a segment. Oh, no. Okay. Because what I've decided... It's called segmentception. Well, it's kind of... So I have this thing where I, anytime Katrina Googles weird things, I, I put it on Twitter and say what Katrina Googled. So... Yeah. Um, Katrina Bean. A friend of yours. Yes. yes. Poopcast, Katrina. Yes. So, a poopcast one and two thing. <laughs> so what I did is I said, tell me three cool things I should talk about on the podcast. <laughs> and so then she just started listing a bunch of things. Okay. Back up a minute. Yes. We, we need to talk about something real quick before okay. we get to this. You have an entire podcast devoted to the things that you're nerding out about. Mm-hmm. You have something in your life that you're so passionate about that you have a podcast about a podcast. Yeah, but we can't and, and talk about that. And when it comes that. time to talk about when it comes time to talk about what you're nerding out about that week, anything, like just what you're excited about, what you're into, mm-hmm. what's what's tickling your fancy that week, you literally could come up with nothing. So you googled your friend or you texted your friend, yeah, this and is, asked your friend what to say. So this is why. Uh, on Monday, the only thing I was nerding out about is wanting to sleep for about 24 hours because all I did was wedding stuff for her and house hunt, which feels like forever. And so I had no, I didn't watch any okay. TV. I didn't read any news stories. I didn't do anything except for live other people's lives for like a week. So I don't, I had nothing. So I asked her because I know that she always has some great advice. Christ, Christy. So here are some things that she came up with. So are you just going to do this every week where you text people and ask them what to say? or Her specifically. What's, okay. So you specifically wouldn't tell me what you wanted to talk about because you didn't want me to give you a script. But then you texted one of your friends and literally said, hey, give me a script. <laughs> It's not a right? script because I thought she wouldn't be able to tell me anything. And okay. then what okay. what came out of this is so great. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. And Let's she said the stage. that. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. If it's rated R, should I say it? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, I said, so I said, tell me three cool things I should talk about on the podcast. Blowies, your crazy best friend. OCD. <laughs> I said, wait, who's my crazy best friend? Me. Baldness. Hairiness. How how you strive to be something that you really aren't. How songs can touch someone's soul. How a small tragedy can change your life. Bullying. Do you need any more ideas? And I said, sure, keep them coming. Hold, holding in pee when you really have to go. Shaving. Why don't women shave? It's so stupid. Bulimia. Bulimia. What causes gray hair? Can mentally ill people just be normal with the right medication? Can you can you learn to not have feelings? What, why are people crazy who go to church? Cancer. What are the ball sacks made out of? What? How many ambient pills does it take before submitting to anal sex? For me, it's one. Okay. How do you get rid of a hemorrhoid? Why are people... <laughs> <laughs> not related at no, all, right? No, not no. at all. 
Why are people so selfish when their own children, when there are so many people suffering in the world, right? It's so selfish. Is it because you're vain and you want to see yourself in your child? Mm-hmm. Why do white trash people have thousands of children? I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on, people. Use condoms. Abort that shit. Oh, my God. This is so crazy. Um, and <laughs> let's see. I, I th- this is great stuff. I think about all this stuff all the time. I think these would be really good podcast topics. Okay. So that's it. That's your whole thing? <laughs> my thing is Katrina's crazy thoughts oh that come into her head. Why don't you pick one of them? Just pick one. Pick one from oh, your list. Oh, I'm supposed to pick... Pick one and we'll talk about it for a minute. Oh, gosh. We'll none of these are great. Um, They're all great. No, I feel like that list is probably better than 90% of the shows that we've put out there. Like, if we just picked one of those each time, that could be our show. <sighs> we'll just call it Katrina Out Loud. Well, see, the, the, the funny thing is that these aren't topics that you... Let's call ner- it Katrina's Corner. <laughs> yeah, Katrina's Corner with a K. Yeah, um, sure. the The problem is Katrina's that these aren't... Crazy corner. These are just things that she thinks of in her head yeah these aren't things that are topics they either have an answer because these are oh. things that she's googled or that, that pops in her head I like the what was the one can you learn not to feel yeah can you learn to not have feelings if well if you could if you could not have feelings would you turn your feelings off um no because would i you think give it up would... the lows if it meant no because i'm giving up the highs i've um Interaction with people that don't have feelings or... I also kind of feel like you don't really have feelings as it is. Me? Yeah. I mean, you get mad. You get mad and you get like... You have negative feelings. But I rarely see you get excited about things. Are you joking? (laughs) No. (laughs) But you don't think you would. You wouldn't give up. You wouldn't give up feelings if... No. You wouldn't give up the lows. Or the high, the lows, if it also meant giving up the highs. No, to just be like a neutral. Hmm. Would okay. you? Um, I don't think so. Did but you I'm s- also really idealistic and kind of sensational. I I just feel like then you're choosing to be a sociopath. Hmm. Right? Yeah, I guess. So do you have another <laughs> one? No, no. I mean, I was, that. that's really, that's really it. Your list thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, my thing is well, going to be these crazy things. Can't, that... You can't just read off the text. Like well, there has to be some kind of conversation about it or something. Oh. Right. I don't know. No. All right. No, it's okay. Hey, well, what was your favorite? Apparently, thing I'm that not allowed to give you a script. So the last thing I had is the the new iPhone. They announced the new iPhone mm-hmm. over the week. What do you think? Uh, this is the first – I've had every single iPhone with the exception of the very first one. I've had every iPhone that's come out. I have two phone lines that are – I got a year apart that they alternate. I pay $10 a month extra just to maintain this other line so I can – so I can have an upgrade to use every time a new phone comes out. I sell the I, – I get the new one. I sell the old one and usually make enough money to pay for the new phone that I got plus a little bit to put in my pocket for a case or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, with the exception of one time, I've I basically only paid for that first iPhone out of pocket. Everything else has been paying it forward, I guess or whatever. So this is the first time that I'm not like for sure super stoked on the new phone. Really? Yeah. 
I thought you were. No? No. No, Why? I mean, I'm, I'll probably end up getting one, but I'm kind of bummed about the, they're taking away the headphone jack, and I'm kind of bummed about it. It's weird. Yeah. I'm just bummed. I'm bummed. Did you watch the actual announcement? You work for an app. Yeah. You work for a company that makes You always apps. make fun of me when I say I work for an app. <laughs> you work for a company, a software company that makes mobile applications. We do. Featured on iTunes. Everyone download it. Yeah. Are you allowed to say what it is? Yeah. Or is it a secret? Sure. Cozy? Family mm-hmm. scheduling application? Yes. I always say <laughs> family, family planning. And um, Jeremy says that's calendar. a very different yeah. kind of <laughs> That's app. a different situation. So, um, yeah. It... Um, yeah, I mean, so you didn't watch it. Uh, but people, everybody, a, a lot of people yeah. were, especially mm-hmm. the product people, they were listening, and um, I just heard as it was happening. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I mean, they they were so cheesy about it. They were like, lots of people have said that we're, they're asking why we're getting rid of the headphone jack, and we have one word for you. Mm-hmm. courage <laughs> they were oh, talking God. about how, how how it was a very they're framing it as it was a very bold move for them to help you know get rid of this antiquated outdated technology probably the biggest reason is because now the only way that you can connect to their device is through a proprietary doggle plug, bloggle plug. doggle what is it called dongle dongle a proprietary Dog. plug that they have the lightning port that you charge your phone through right now that's a Apple only thing mm-hmm. as opposed to this headphone jack. That's a universal thing right. that lots of accessories. Anybody can make accessories that use a headphone jack, but only certain people can, you know, only they have total control over the lightning port, but not over the headphone jack and the accessories. that yeah, can be made so, so that's probably the real reason it was probably a marketing decision. And the fact that they're trying to frame it as, Look at us. We're so brave and bold and filled with well, courage. Well, I don't like it because I often um, plug my phone in and listen to it. And so if I got that phone, I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Um, also, I, I was watching Twitter as the announcements were happening. And so now what they have are these things called earbuds, which are just the earbuds. <laughs> with no yeah. headphones that only last for five hours yeah and they don't have a cord oh, so they're man. just these little things that actually won't fit into my ears i can't get the regular apple ones to fit in and they don't they're cordless and someone tweeted and it was my favorite that says the um earbuds haven't come out and i've already lost them yeah uh there were a lot of people that tweeted that exact same no. thing yeah yeah it's gonna suck so, and you look ridiculous. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just bummed about the whole thing. It's the first time I haven't been really stoked about the new phone coming out. I'm probably going to get one. <laughs> you always <laughs> but, get one. You know, whatever. I need, that's, well, yeah. yeah. What? Well, because I need your phone. So oh, yeah. that's, <laughs> yeah. it might be out of necessity. Well, I guess I could get a bigger one because it'll probably be on sale soon, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's, um. let's. Do your drone strike. Do it up. Um. So r- most recently we've, well, just a couple days ago, actually, it was 9-11. And anyone that's on Twitter or Facebook or actually watched the local news, you'll know that everyone loves telling their 9-11 story. And for us, 
on the West Coast that mostly consists of I was sleeping <laughs> yeah. and someone woke me up and told me. Yeah. Um, I was or, woken up in a very dramatic way. Tell me. Uh, my, my mom came into my room. It was the summer that I was moving out of the house because um, I was getting ready to start Bible college. Mm-hmm. And my mom came into my room and said, Jeremy, if America was under attack by terrorists, would you want to know? <laughs> What did and you I say? remember waking up and going, what now? <laughs> like, what What kind of question is that? Like, is the answer ever going to be no to that question? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if America was under attack by terrorists, would you want to know? Or I think she just said, if America was under attack, would mm-hmm. you want me to wake you up? So I went out of bed, <laughs> turned on my TV because I had a TV in my room and mm-hmm. immediately saw one of the towers go down and was like, wow, there's probably a lot of people in that. And then, you know. The rest is history. Yeah. And so everyone has these stories and especially on the West Coast, we're like pretty far removed from it unless we had like family in it. But for the last 15 years, everybody's been telling their stories and um, this is an ongoing thing. Um, But as I've called it, what do I call it? Tragedy porn? Yeah. Tragedy tragedy Olympics. Yeah. So then it. it feels like people are trying to outdo each other. Of, I mean, we even have a friend on Facebook in common who made 9-11 about themselves, even though they weren't there. They don't know anyone that died, but they actually made the day about them. It's not their birthday. It's not anything. But they made it about them Mm -hmm. to pull in the likes and the thoughts and prayers. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, um, I just like to drone strike on that. we We don't ever... Well, I don't personally ever watch the local news, really, but it was on, and I saw that there were actually having people write in their 9-11 stories, and most of them were like, I was in third grade. Yeah. I was asleep. I was my, sleeping. I, I was sleeping. saw it on the news. Yeah. Like, or like, sorry. my teacher talked about <laughs> it. Like, sucks. It, it just was really, really weird. Yeah. And um, so then... This person that I don't know how to pronounce their name mm. um, tweeted and became like a huge blow up. I'm going to say it, it's like Alexis Giondi. Okay. Um, and her Twitter handle is at L-E-X-U-A-L underscore. And she tweeted something that became insane. It's um, been retweeted 66,000 times. Um White people can't ever let go of 9-11, a single day in our history, but you want us to get over 300 years of, of racial oppression. Yeah. LOL. Well, that became like one side of people retweeting it and liking it and sharing it on their podcast or whatever. And then it became, it went down a really dark, dark, dark road of people like threatening to murder her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's pretty normal for, especially for the ladies on Twitter. Yeah. That's a, th- a thing that people do. They want to murder them yeah. and rape them mm-hmm. and call them a bunch of racist yeah, die, names. Delete your account. Yeah. Kill yourself. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, uh, that's pretty terrible. I, I, there was a hashtag going around on 9-11. I think it was because of 9-11 and it was, um, primarily people that were from the Middle East or Muslim or looked like, um, not white people. Not white people. Uh-huh. And um, 
they were just sharing their stories of kind of racism and oppression that they <sighs> experienced since 9-11. You know, like uh, my third grade teacher confronted me and asked me what it feels like to be part of a religion of hate and just weird, not weird, but just cr- crazy stuff like that. Um, yeah. So anyway, so I would like to drone strike all of the drone strikes that are as a result of 9-11. yeah you know we're just killing people all over the world with these robotic airplanes which is uh, looking at you hillary clinton terrifying (laughs) yeah it's only gonna get worse uh all right okay anything else do you agree with my um with my i mean even even me like saying Oh, I hate when people tell their 9-11 stories. They go, oh, I know. And then they'll tell their 9-11 story. Like I just did at the beginning of your segment about people <laughs> hating. About hating people that tell their 9-11 yeah. stories. Yeah. yeah. How I interrupted sure. you and asked you to yeah. let me tell my story. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, point taken, Christy. You didn't have to <laughs> be that way about it. So don't tell your story. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. 9-11 I just basically. Um. Uh. Yeah. I basically just like don't go on social media. It's weird. I I, it's just a weird. It's a weird, uh, overly, you know, it just feels really disingenuous that randomly all of a sudden everybody gets super patriotic around. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I and, mean, there's something about facing times of ad- of adversity, maybe as a community, that sort of draws us together. And I think that maybe people are sort of drawn to that. But I feel like there's got to be a way to do that that's just not as gross and weird. I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah. And um, this is not me telling a 9-11 story. But I went to (laughs) um, before they had the what they call the Freedom Tower now. They had it for years. They had it fenced off. And they did a photo um, kind of essay of the – and it would be like 6 o'clock in the morning. Like it showed – the timeline of everything that happened and it went all around the perimeter, these black and white photos. It was like, um, pretty intense. And I went there and there were just like tourists Mm. doing selfies and laughing and taking pictures with the stuff in the behind. And it just felt really gross and dismissive. It's It's a weird world we live in, especially to be there and be, and, and doing that. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Well, happy 9-11 day. No. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> That's not what I wanted yeah. to say. Uh, all right. Let's let's do this, and then we'll uh, take her in for a landing. T-minus three minutes and counting. Five, four, three, two, one. So, Christina, you might have meant uh, just a little piece of follow-up. We talked last week about Osiris Rex. It's a mission that's happening right now to the asteroid Bennu. It's going to be a seven-year journey. We're sending a probe out there. It's going to uh, do, I think, it's going to take two years to get out there, do another couple of years actually doing science at the uh, at the asteroid. At one point, it's even going to get down really close to the surface and take a sample of the soil from the asteroid, mm-hmm. and then it's going to come back to Earth. Seven-year mission altogether. It's going to come back to Earth, and it's actually bringing anywhere between two ounces, I think, and four pounds of material back from the comet, or not the comet, from the asteroid. It's kind of cool. Um, It launched last week. It went swimmingly. Everything's going well. It's on its way to Bennu. 
That was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I, got to, I watched it with my coworkers. My daughter's name was aboard the spacecraft, which was kind of exciting. So um, I just wanted to mention that. And then also, this is a cool thing that happened last week in the, um, and you will like this again, because it's not wasting taxpayer money, Christina. I like it. Jeff Bezos announced a new, um, he announced a new rocket. So Jeff Bezos has a company called Blue Origin, and they have a rocket that uh, does the uh, vertical takeoff and landing. So it takes off. It's just suborbital, though. So it doesn't go up and go into orbit. It doesn't go high enough and fast enough to start orbiting the Earth. But it does go straight up into space, like past kind of the, I want to say legal limit into space, but it's not the legal limit, the technical Mm-hmm. limit i guess so it goes into space it goes straight up comes straight back down he announced a new rocket called the new glenn named after um john glenn okay the astronaut um and uh, it's it's actually going to be an orbital rocket so this will be able to get us up uh not only just up into space and straight back down but it'll be able to put payloads into orbit which is cool so again just like the other rocket that they have it'll be reusable um so it'll come back down and land just like the spaces spacex rockets do um and it's gonna be bigger it's it's gonna be very large in size it'll be a large rocket that will be able to deliver heavy payloads to space which is awesome and he also hinted at the next rocket after this one is gonna potentially have lunar capability so they might be talking about getting things to the moon with the next rocket that he makes and what would they do with these things on the moon well they'll put i mean they could put satellites up they could put you know they'll do science they'll do like just like spacex does theoretically they'll be contracted to do it but they're actually the the rocket that they have right now that they've gone up and down a few times with that that's reusable the they're actually doing that to be able to put people in space so like like for fun not for not just for science, but people like me and you could just buy a a ticket for this thing, and you would fly up into space and float around for like eight well, minutes. Well, we and can't come afford back it. Yeah, yeah, not for me and you, but no. people. So, anyway, okay, kind of exciting, and it's in the it's private, so you know that's more no, money, money in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Christy, that's all I got. All right. Yeah. You ready to uh, wrap this baby up? Sure. We got. We're gonna do one more show, and then we'll probably be done forever. No, what? we're going on a little vacation. We're going on our honeymoon, and we probably will not be recording on our honeymoon. So we'll put out a show next week, and then we're probably gonna take a week off. But uh, yeah, how you feel about the kind of our our honeymoon? new format? Well, if you're going to just make fun of everything that I do, then I hate it. Well, as soon as you do something, <laughs> as soon as you actually do something, I'll, you know, but then we can talk. <laughs> now I have a new drone strike. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap this baby up. Until next time. No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Never wait for cake. (laughs) I love you, Chen. (laughs) Let your nerd flag fly. And.
fly in and then land again. 